guess I'll go a pop star Cause we gon' play the background, but mine's a rock star Yeah, so if you meet me, I'll be stage right Praying the whole world start to break some stage right So let me fall back and stop giving my suggestions Cause when I follow my obsessions, I end up confessing That I'm not that impressive, I'm like I'm with my arm A trail of stardust leading to a superstar Second day of February, you're listening to Cornerstone Apostolic Church podcast Sunday mornings live. That's SML inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by yours truly. 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That's where we're located at. You know, I'm just excited right now. There's a lot going on with me, and I just want to give God some glory and praise. Be back right after these songs.
what you've been through. And there's a love that he has just for you. Truly, thank you, praise God for his goodness. I'm, I'm standing here kind of laughing at myself tonight, you know, on this um, and this this day. You know, it's just so much that I'm um, in my mind right now. And, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with my thoughts. I, I'm going to slow it down here. I'm going to slow it down some. But I, I'm just enjoying life. You know, I'm just enjoying what's happening. You know, I even enjoy the hiccups that we have uh, from time to time on the on the broadcast, you know, and uh, just just enjoying. You have to laugh at yourself, you know, in, in order to enjoy life. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. You Just like when you stump your toe, hit your elbow or something, you know, and you get it hurt, but you want to laugh about it. You know, you fall off the bicycle. It, it's all right. You know, you should laugh at yourself. You know, you trip over a curb. I, if I see you, I'm going to laugh at you, you know, especially once I find out that you're okay. But it's, some things are just funny. And so, uh, you know, with that being said, I, I hope you have had a wonderful day. I hope if you're getting up right now that you have, that you have a great morning. If you're in the middle of your day, whatever's going on, whatever is happening, you know, I just want you to know that that God is with you. He's going to be with you, you know, and so let's give him some praise. Let's just enjoy whatever has transpired uh, in your life. You know, take a moment and just and just thank God. Take a moment and just realize that, you know, sometimes we need to think about what has happened. It could have been worse. It could have been. And since it wasn't. You know, that's a reason to give God praise. If no one's told you, it's a reason. I once heard uh, the pastor tell us that, you know, you ought to thank God for the pain because what if you didn't feel it? It could have been worse. You know, there are so many things that we ought to be thankful about that we just exclude. We just exclude it from Thanksgiving. However, there are others that are... Uh, that are in tune with what I'm saying right now. And they will give God praise because of where they are. The situation that they're in right now, they will give him glory because they realize this much more than I do because of the situation they're in, because of the limitation that they may have. We have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to give God glory and honor for. And so let's, Let's think about the goodness of the Lord. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. I hope you enjoyed the, the, the my, some young people was asking about uh, some, some music and remember all music of our songstress and the artists, our respective property of theirs and the producers. And so we respect that as well to let you know. And so they were asking about music and they were introducing me to some of the things that they like. And so uh, what you heard was some of the introduction or some of the songs that they like listening to. And it's, and it's good to have an interest in a song that is singing about the Lord. Listen, our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Now, if you desire to be saved, if you're looking for a church home, ministry, growth, we have room for you. And certainly we are allowing God to be God. That's what it's about. It's not about me. I'm just a vessel being used. And everyone that is involved in ministry, everyone that is even attending a service near and far, we are all vessels. We're all servants of the Lord, uh, ambassadors for Christ. I want you to know we're taking the year with purpose. And I hope you have a vision. Have a vision of yourself, both naturally and spiritually. You know, and so we're taking the year with purpose. You need to write that down, make it visible. Um, uh, let it be your declaration for the hour, the day, the week, the month that you are taking the year with purpose and stick with that. Don't let nothing derail you. Cornerstone has been consecrating. We've been consecrating unto the Lord since January 11th. We went through uh, 2020 fasting from the beginning of the year through the end of the year. 
and we beginning this year with a consecration unto the Lord through February 28th. If you'd like to join us, it's not too late. Uh, consecration meaning to set aside something. I set aside meat. I set aside my morning coffee, my afternoon coffee, you know, and, and, and so I surrendered that. You know, the other day I stopped to get some broccoli salad. I love broccoli salad. I like the particular um, uh, blend that they have at this at the deli. And I stopped to get some broccoli salad on my way home from uh, doing double duty on Sunday. Double duty, some of the ministers know what that means. <laughs> and I was speaking twice that day at appreciation service as well as the regular service uh, for Cornerstone. And um, I grabbed some broccoli salad and I was about to get busy with it. I mean, man, I was getting ready to really enjoy it. And I, I ate a few uh, of the florets and I was like, man, it sure tastes good. And then I realized that it had bacon bits in it. So I had to dump it. You have to stay the course. I'm committed to, to unto the Lord. So you couldn't finish that off and say, hey, you know what? I, well, no, as soon as I realize, I let it go. And so whatever you're sacrificing, stay the course. Don't deviate from it. And, and so and while you're in your consecration, I ask that you would uh, stay in the book of Proverbs. Read it. Listen to it. Let it become saturated with it. Understand what the book of Proverbs is telling you. Now, don't guess at it. Don't say, well, I already know. No, 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 no. I'm sure you don't already know everything because the word of God is inexhaustible. And so I like listening to it uh, using uh, Bible Gateway. And I set it to go off to listen to it for 30 minutes, sometime an hour, you know, in the evening, you know. And so while you're consecrating, you're listening to uh, or reading the book of Proverbs, you know, get the family together. Sit down and read it to your, your son, your, your daughter, your children, or have them read to you as well. And, uh, you know, and get the household together and pray. Husbands, wives, uh, you both, uh, somebody, get the other one and pray together so that you will hear the same thing. And I know that you will hear the same thing because I know this for myself from experience. And so you want to seek God as a unit. You want to seek God as one. And there's a certain blessing that comes when the people become unified, whether it's in the house Certainly in the service, that's when the Holy Ghost fell on the day of Pentecost, when they were all on one accord. And so you want to be on one accord with the Lord. Uh, tonight, I want to go into something that was precedent on my spirit. And uh, so I, I will not be teaching uh, the, the end of the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. Now, that is a reading assignment. And so I sent a syllabus. Uh, which is to fill in the blanks to, to Cornerstone. And so you're going to want to complete the, the blanks. And, and since it's already, since it was emailed to you, um, type it in. Give me, a, give me some, you know, some ease by typing it in and bring it with you on Sunday morning. Uh, those of you who are listening to this, uh, read the book of Ezekiel. Read the 34th chapter, verses 11 through 31, so that when... The Lord say the same on next Tuesday as we enter in, we'll be in the 35th chapter of Ezekiel. As the Lord has prepared his people, yes, he has had to deal with them, the rebellion of them. Uh, he established a watchman, a minister that was um, doing his, going about his day, doing his duties. And the Lord elevated him and made him a watchman and to uh, help get the people in check. Because preparation precedes a blessing. And so therein, the people of God is in preparation for a blessing, just like we are. We are in preparation for a blessing. Your soul salvation is a blessing. It is the ultimate blessing of everything. I don't even know how else to describe that. You know, um, uh, people, you're going to, uh, someone, you're going to land in one of two places. And that is either in the presence of God or in the lake of fire. Now, the reason I said the presence of God, and, and let me just say New Jerusalem, let me put it that way. And so um, we'll deal with that another time. But you're going to land in one of two places, 
either going to be caught up or you're not. And, and so if you listen to what I'm telling you, if you apply the word of God according to what is being told to you, you will be caught up in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. And so this kind of ties into that and, and is very important. So this evening, I want to impress upon you the importance of listening. Now, on Friday, as I was preparing for service, um, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, this is the season to listen. This is the season to listen. Now, I'm not one of those ministers that's going to tell you that the Lord is speaking to me 24-7. I, I was, the Lord is, no, because God does not talk that much. He gives us his word. His word and anything that God gives us is backed up by his word. And so uh, there is, I want you to know that there is a distinct sound that is going out and you need to hear it. Let me say that again. This is the season to listen. There is a distinct sound that is going out and you need to hear it. That's why I'm not teaching it on, on Ziki right now. I'm dealing with this particular uh, matter right now, what was impressed upon me, and that is the fact that it's a season to listen. I don't know what anyone else is teaching, what every, everyone else is preaching. I don't know because I'm, I'm, I'm governing uh, according to what God is giving me for this church. And so this is the season to listen. I want to make sure, uh, I want to make sure you really hear and understand what the spirit is saying, what the spirit of the Lord is saying. It's important. You need to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. The Bible tells us in James, James, the first chapter, the 19th verse and through the 22nd verse, it says, wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. There should be an eagerness about you to hear the word of God. There should be an eagerness about you to be a, a, a listener. Even on the job in school, you need to practice listening. It is important to listen. It's important to listen in a relationship. It's important to hear what is being said. With God, it is a relationship, and you need to hear what is being said. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. I know that growing up in church, we're anxious to, you know, uh, many ministers, they, they preach for a man. I don't preach for a man. I want you to agree with the truth. I want you to let me know that you're agreeing with the truth, but I preach and I teach because I want you to have a clear understanding of what God is saying. I want you to hear the voice of the Lord. I want you to be caught up in what God is saying so that you think about it. When you uh, are in service, when you're out of service, when you're driving down the street, when you lay down at night, you need to be hearing what God is saying. You need to be meditating on what the Lord has said. And so the Bible said, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, Slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. You need the word of God. You need what God is saying to save your soul. You do not need the tradition of men. You do not need. I was raised in, as a bread Baptist. I was raised Catholic. I was. You need to be saved. And so you need the word of God. You need the unadulterated truth, not tradition, not following after. My mama did it that way. My daddy did it that way. They went here. Listen, you need to be saved. Well, let's get real about this, uh, you know. Let's get real about being saved, saving our soul. It says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. It is imperative that each of us keep our focus on the Lord. 
Now, if you're entertaining anything else, because of what I'm talking about, this is a season to listen uh, there because there's a distinct sound that's going out and you need to hear. So if you're entertaining anything else right now at this moment, besides work and school, you know, the necessities of, of, that you have, hit the pause button, place your focus on Jesus and build that relationship. If you're engaged in something superficial, you need to let it go. There's no time for make-believe. This is not a fairy tale, but a prophetic word. Yes. Get your family into the presence of God. Bless your Jesus. Get your family into the presence of God and keep them there. Because you need to hear. This is the season to listen. Now, prophetic means to accurately describe or predict what is going to happen. Well, I'm going to describe it and I'm going to predict what is going to happen. The Bible tells us in John 10 and 27, I'm describing my sheep hear my voice. That's a description. What? My sheep hear my voice. And I know them and they follow me. What is it? My sheep. God's sheep. Now, we just talked about God's sheep. And as you read through the 34th chapter of Ezekiel, God is very concerned about his sheep. And he told the shepherds that he was against them because that they were devouring the sheep. Uh, I'm against them, too. I'm praying for them. We should all be praying for uh, those in leadership, uh, no matter if it's secular and in the church, uh, because People are following. People are listening. People, but the church need to understand, as was taught before, that these are God's people. Not mine, not yours. They're God's people. Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice. God's voice has a distinct sound. And it will always line up with his word. He said, I know them. Who do he know? He know his sheep. He know who his sheep is. He know who's, uh, uh-huh. He know who belong to him. It don't, you can claim to belong to God and live like a hellion. God's not claiming you as his. He said, those that love me, uh, does what keep my commandments. So no matter how much you say, I love you, if you're cheating on them, uh, if you're running around with something, listen, it's the same in the spirit as it is in the natural. That's not a relationship. That's not love. He said, I know them. I know my sheep. And they follow me. They're loyal. Let's be loyal to God. Let's be committed unto God. Because a relationship between you and God has been established. And so we're following him. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But the day, now he didn't say this, but I'm saying it. The day I stop following Christ is the day you should stop following me. The day that that leader stopped following Christ, that's the day that you should stop following them. Your soul is at risk. And you will be contaminated if you continue. I'm not saying don't pray for them. I've been in that situation where leadership had stepped down uh, and I'm just being transparent with you uh, during the crack epidemic uh, that that had overtaken the area that I was in. I saw preachers hooked on crack cocaine. I saw the edifice being sold. Everything went south. They're just mortal men and they're subject. But God is sovereign. When we put our confidence in an individual so much that if they fall away, we fall away. And that God is against that. And we don't wish that upon nobody. So that's why it's important to pray for the leadership. That's why it's important for the leaders to praise God, to sacrifice, consecrate, fast, stay on their knees. I get here to the church earlier 
before service so that I have quality time to spend alone with the Lord without disturbance. It doesn't stop anyone else from showing up early, but I'm here for that purpose. I'm here to seek the Lord because the Bible said the minister has a responsibility to be in the presence of God and to receive from the mouth of God what is to be given unto his people. So if the leader, I'm, I'm, I'm not above, Pastor Carl is not above those things because it is the word of God. And I know that there are so many other ministers that are following the same footsteps that they feel the same way and they are seeking God, uh, you know, and so it, it's important. But listen, I really need you to get this because this is a season to listen. There's a distinct sound that is going out. Revelation 3 and 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, don't matter who it is, if any man hear my voice, boy, girl, man, woman, if any person hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. Many are hearing the sound of preaching. Many are hearing the sound of teaching and exhortation and, you know, and different things, but they are not hearing, uh, uh, they're not hearing the notes of the instrument. They're not distinguishing. Now, music is a universal language, and those that play instruments, I, I play, play bass guitar. I don't consider myself really a bass guitar player because when I look at other people that really know how to thump it, make it, you know, and six string on it, uh, that, that's, you know, they've taken it to a level that I didn't get to. But a musician, someone that's really into the music, in you know, this universal language that we enjoy is able to, to decipher musical notes and the meaning. They're able, someone can listen to a song and they, and they just be grooving with it, you know, and, and clapping their hands and just enjoying it and all of that. But then there are those that are listening and they're doing the same thing. They're enjoying the music. They're enjoying the highs, the lows, the words. And when, you, and when the song comes to an end, those same two people that was enjoying the song can have a conversation. And I guarantee you, someone understood the words of the song and what the song was about. And the other individual or individuals heard it, they partied to it, they liked it, they danced to it and all that, but they did not get the message of the song. They didn't get it. They didn't get it. There are songs that, that uh, both within the church, outside of the church, that have that are messages are coming through it, and people are not embracing it until someone sits down and decipher it for them. I'm here tonight to tell you that the Lord is saying this is a season to listen. You need to listen to what is being said, what is coming through the word of exhortation, what is being taught this evening, what is being preached, what is in the word, what is the message. What is it that God wants you to hear? I've heard songs years later and understood them a lot clearer than I did at that moment. We don't have years uh, because God has already said this is a season. This is a season. Now, when God speaks and, and speaks about time, he's not going off of our uh, 365, our leap year and 366 and all of that kind of, he's not dealing with that. He's dealing with his time. And so this is a season to listen. A season is a period of the calendar of the year that is distinguished by special climax. That's how we look at it. You know, special conditions, oh, it's winter, spring, summer, and fall. And, you know, and, and the weather has changed, you know, the temperature, the different lighting, you know, the weather and pattern is, you know, something that's different. We can we can see that. And the Lord told them, uh, told to the, told his disciples and told those that were listening, he said, you can you can distinguish 
the weather. You can look at the sky and you see that the sky is red. You can look at the clouds and you know it's about to rain. You good at doing that. But are you good at listening to what God is saying? This is a season to listen. We need to hear what God is saying. And you're not going to hear it with distractions. You're not going to hear it trying to follow the same pattern that you've been following before. You can't do it that way. It's not going to happen. Thank you, Lord. It's not going to happen that way. You need to tune in to what God is saying. And you have to stop. You have to stop. You're going to have to put the brakes on things. As I said earlier, you need to hit the pause button. You need to hit the pause button. And some of us need to just click, just hit stop. Uh -huh. There are some things that, that you just need to hit stop on. Don't pause it. Just stop. Kill it. Cut it off. Don't do it. Don't follow that direction because this is not the time for that. This is the time for us to hear. It's imperative that we fine tune our listening so that we hear what God is saying. John 12 and 29 said, the people, therefore, that stood by and heard said that it thundered. Others said an angel spoke to him. Now, this was Jesus and uh, the disciples and others that was around him. And so uh, some of them heard, but they heard thunder. Bless your Lord God. Some people are hearing, as I keep saying, they, they're hearing the preaching. They're hearing a sound. And in them hearing the sound, they hear what they have become accustomed to as being preaching. Ah, you know, and, and, and all of that stuff. They, what they, you know, what uh, they're being entertained and they have mistaken that as them hearing. Uh, they have mistaken. Uh, the, 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 the fact that the minister may focus in on the women and have the, have the, have the women on his side and the men are upset and vice versa as being a powerful message. But listen, that's not what God is saying. You need to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying in this season. And so the people that was with Jesus, some heard and they said an angel spoke to him. Others said it thundered in other words. They were not clear on what was being done. They were not clear. Everyone that was present did not hear the same thing. Acts 9 and 7 says, and the men which journeyed with him, Paul, Paul was in his journey. This is during his conversion, stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Now, Paul heard what was said. And as we read what transpired, you do not read that any of the other people got saved. We read about Paul being saved. He was blind. He went down to Straight Street. Uh, he spent time with Ananias. And Ananias prayed for him. He was able to see because he was blinded from, the, uh, from, the, from what God had did to get his attention. And then he was, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was baptized in Jesus' name. My God, but we don't read that transpired with everyone that was with him. I don't know, but Luke does not go into those details about everyone else because he was spending his time with Paul. Paul was converted. The 22nd uh, chapter in the ninth verse where Paul was talking about the very th same thing he said, and they that were with me saw indeed the light, and they were afraid. But they heard not the voice of him that spake to me. So everyone is not hearing, even though they might be sitting next to you. Everyone is not hearing what God is saying. I pray when I go to bed at night, Lord, I want to hear your voice. When I get up in the morning, I'm looking to hear God's voice. I need direction. I need understanding. I need clarity. And not only me, but you do too. We need to know, if, should I make a right turn or should I turn left? Should I keep straight? Should I turn around? Should I stop? What should I do? I'm telling you what to do right now. This is a season to listen. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter and the 7th verse. 
Even things without life give sound. Mm -hmm. Trumpets, instruments, you know, pipes, harp, except they give a distinct sound that there's a difference. Now, my 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 grandson, he, he's he's very musical, and uh, and he want, and he's a he his father was very musical, and and so he loves the drums, and he's getting there. He's been he's getting there. He just need fine tuning. There are times he give a very distinct sound, and there are times that he does not. An instrument gives a distinct sound and everyone knows what it is, as we talked about within music. But there are times where there is a sound and the Bible said if the sound is not distinct, the people don't know what to do. If you're not hearing what God is saying, you do not know what to do. You will not be able to function in the capacity in which God is looking for because there are so many other distractions and those have become more distinct in our behavior and what we're doing than the voice of God. Being able to recognize the distinct sound that makes the difference. The Bible says uh, our earnest prayer, the earnest prayer of a righteous man availeth much. There's something that comes with our prayers, us spending time and being in the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. Fasting and bringing our natural man into subjection allows us to hear distinct sound. And that distinct sound is the voice of God. Hebrews 2 and 1 says, Therefore, we ought to give more earnest heed to, those, to, to the things which we have heard, least at any time we let them sleep. Slip. Well, don't be found sleeping either, because there's some people that, that are sleeping. Everybody that have their eyes open don't mean they're woke. And everybody with their eyes closed does not mean that they are asleep. It began... I begin teaching this evening with a few important instructions. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really just about done here. It's imperative that each of us, these are keep our focus on the Lord. That's instructions. Keep our focus on the Lord. Next part of the instruction. If you're entertaining anything else, hit the pause button and place your focus on Jesus and build that relationship. If you're engaged in something superficial, let it go right now. There is no time for make-believe. This is not a fairy tale, but a prophetic word. And also said to get your family into the presence of God. Everybody that was in Egypt did not follow the instructions that Moses uh, had given had told the people what to do. This is what God said. He said, get a sacrificial lamb, everybody meet into the house. You know, if your family is small, invite the neighbor over and you all get together and put blood on the doorpost. Everybody didn't do that. There were some people that suffered loss because when the angel, when the, when the spirit of the Lord came through, if he didn't see the blood, he didn't pass by. And there are some that just did not believe. But do you believe tonight? How about you? This is the season to listen. No excuses. It's time to let excuses go. Well, I don't feel well. The Bible said call for the elder of the church if you don't feel well, and they shall anoint you with oil and pray for you. And if, you, if there's sin, sin will be forgiven. So I expect my phone to ring when you're sick. If not, then you have you are yourself is denying yourself the power of God. This is a season to listen because we all have to line up with the word of God. God said this is a season, a season to do what? To hear what he is being, what he is saying. Everyone is not going to hear the trump of God sound because everyone is not going to be listening for it because they didn't hit the pause button. 
because they didn't stop what they were involved in. Uh, they stayed uh, involved more with the superficial and, 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 and chasing after Disney, you know, all of those different things. Getting caught up in the air. Everyone is not going to hear because when that time comes, whether it is tomorrow or 10, 20 years from now, you have to be in tune to hear what God has said, even to prosper according to what God wants to give you. There's prosperity even uh, for people that don't serve God. But I'm talking about for those that are lined up in his will that want to that want to divine the divine will of God to be exercised in their life. And they're exercising within the divine element themselves. Second Peter one and 13 says, yea, I think it me as long as I am in this tabernacle. To stir you up by putting you in remembrance. That's what I'm doing tonight, putting you in remembrance of these things that you may have already heard. But now there is something that God has added to it because the Lord has impressed and said, this is a season to listen. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. Hosea 10 and 12 says, sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and earn righteousness upon you. Revelation. Revelation 1, uh, um, the first two verses of that first chapter said, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him. He gave it to, to show unto his servants. This is what I'm doing. I'm identifying something. I'm giving his servants something. I'm giving something that has been given to me as a servant to you that serve the Lord. Which things which must shortly come to pass and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth and he that heareth the word of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. This is the season. This is a season to listen. Saints of God, God's elect, friends, whomever, listen to what God is saying. Get in the word of God. Consecrate yourselves unto God so that you hear what he is saying. Whether you sleep, lay down the night, when you rise up in the morning, you want to hear the voice of God. You could be riding down the street listening to uh, your favorite song. You could be sitting down reading a book. You could be at work uh, handling your business and hear the distinct sound of God's voice giving you instructions. He may just want to say, well done, good and faithful servant. But you need to be able to hear that. You need to be able to hear whatever God is saying. You need to be able to hear. Father, I thank you right now for this, for your word this evening. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing us to receive your word. Lord God, you love us and we love you. We want to love you back. We want to love you the way that you want to be loved, Lord God. And so we look to hear your voice. We look to hear, Lord God, what you have to say to us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for, for blessing us and, and giving us your word, for making us aware of the season, the time that we're in right now. Father, I pray and ask that you would bless those that are present, those that are on their way. Lord God, I pray and ask that you would uh, stir up the mind of the backslider, Lord God, so that they would hear your voice, that they would begin to seek you, Lord God, and to mend their ways. Lord God, I pray and ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, that you would, that you be glorified. Lord, that souls be saved. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Mighty God, bless you, Lord. I pray that, that you receive the word of God, that you receive what has been spoken this evening. And certainly, you know, there's nothing more important than your soul salvation. 
And yes, I'm being very stern as I can be. And I'm very happy with what God is, is doing. And, and, you know, if you haven't dedicated your life unto him, do so. If you need to rededicate your life, do that. This is a time for that, to, to be close to God. It's important. It's imperative. The most important thing that, that you can do, and that is to be in the presence of God. You know, and so with that being said, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Pointstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. And listen, if you've missed any part of the message, uh, go to our website, connectingtruth.org. Click on God on Demand, and it'll take you to the message archive so that you can review, you can hear the word of God. Remember, this is a season to listen. And I'm going to keep saying that until God tells me not to, or maybe until he does something else and there's no need to listen any longer. With that being said, be blessed and rest in the Lord. God bless you. in this scene.